information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. And this is episode number nine of Synapse. Welcome, everybody. We have a full house this time. We have from far, far away, Anna, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Hello, Vlad. Hello, Rafael. Hello, Laura. And hello to all the listeners. It's great to be here. And from not so far away, hello, Vlad. Hello, Rafael. Hello, Laura. Hello, Anna. Uh, thank you for having me. It's good to be back. Uh, and from very, very close... Laura, how are you? Hello, everyone. It's great. It's good to be here. And I'm Rafael Ruiz, and we're ready to start the, the show of today. Uh, there's a few topics to discuss. We have been discussing some uh, as well during our Transylvanian night, which was very funny. Uh, it took a few hours of show. And let's start with the headlines. Here we go. Draconian. Share release date, artwork, and name of the new album. Fear Factory, streaming a new track called The Electric. Blackmore's Night debuts a new video. Nile, Call to Destruction is the name of the new single and lyric video they have released. Theater of Tragedy, a possible reunion. Opeth will release a book in December. And those were our uh, simple headlines. Probably we will talk more some other topics around. We will see. We will see where the discussion takes us around. But first we will take them in order, as we have. And we start with Draconian, Laura. Uh, yes, Draconian have just released uh, some details about their new album, which is going to be called Sovereign. They also released the um, covered artwork, which was uh, created by a Romanian artist. We talked about him before here in uh, in uh, Synapse. Oh, His yeah. name is Costin Chioranu, and he's a very famous artist uh, when it comes to metal uh, album artworks. You know, that's interesting because it's not the first time, like you say, that we hear his name in a cover art of a good band. Maybe we should try to contact that guy, have him in an interview, because how many times somebody interviews the guy that makes the cover arts? Well, I suppose not many times. And it will be interesting to talk with him about um, the whole process. What's his process? How, how did he get even in touch with the bands to get the... Uh, contracts. I don't know if they you are know, just uh, the, the way I imagine word it, of mouth. Uh, I would uh, think that uh, many bands would want to work with him. And yeah, uh, could be now that yes, he's this famous. Let's, uh, let's uh, remember just that uh, he um, created the cover artworks of um, many many bands. Um, and recently, just this year, uh, I think he worked with Leprous, with Elvite, and many others. I remember very well the cover of Dark Astera of last year. Mm-hmm. Nice, well, nice artwork. Good, yeah. And what I like about uh, his um, his art is that you could easily recognize it. When you see a cover, you could say straight, that's Costin Chiorano's work. Well, let me tell you, I like the cover. It's very interesting. Once again, circles. Spheres, uh, yes. Spheres, yes. Uh, star. Yeah, something that appears like a, an eye, like a triangle. Uh, constellations, trees, clouds. Yeah. In yeah, fact, it's very nice. 
In fact, this star, it's an eight-pointed star, uh-huh. and, and this is a symbol of the planet Venus and the goddesses which were associated with this planet. Uh, so in summer, summer it was uh, Inanna, in Babylonian times it was Ishtar, in Phoenicia uh-huh. it was Astarte, and in Hellenic times it was Aphrodite, in Rome it was Venus. It was always associated with the planet Venus and with this life-giving force. So yes, I notice it immediately. It's in the center of the of the of cover. The, uh-huh. Yes, in the center so of what you could say is an eye. Yes, and I I think it's something like uh, uh, the the heavens uh, uniting with the 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 earth. It's like uh, in many myths it was uh, the life giving force, the heaven and the the earth. This is how the life emerges. And uh, this is how it, how it, uh, the ancient people uh, represented uh, the, the 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 process of life giving. So this is why I think this is the why the the eight point is presented here. Or extraterrestrials coming down, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Conspirationist uh, theorists must say <laughs> must say that it was uh, aliens. It it could be a conspiracy. <laughs> it, could, it could be a coincidence, but do you still believe in coincidences? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> so the album will drop uh, in uh, late October, mm-hmm. on, on the 30th. Uh, it has nine tracks and a bonus one, so ten in total. There are none uh, of the tracks available right now, but uh, I'm sure they Maybe will. Maybe they will release something. soon one, because, you know, lately the, the trend is uh, to release before the CD a couple of singles now. While in the past, I don't know if you recall, but uh, in the past maybe they would release one single mm, and yes, maybe just after they released that CD. Yeah, the thing is that uh, now things have changed. Now we have YouTube and so many ways of uh, you know promoting the music. So they have to, uh, to share a single before they release the album so people would uh, have more incentive to buy that album. That's how I see it. And uh, I think the competition is pretty high, considering how much music is out there and how little time we really have to yes. listen to Plus, uh, it, it's been a long time since Draconian released something. Yes, four years. Four years. So it's going to be interesting to listen to them. How is it going to be? And because they already have a great cover art. Let's yes, hope the music yes, will be this. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's going to be because, um, at least in my opinion, Draconia never failed to deliver a very good album. Um, and in this case, if they took their time to, to do the best work they could uh, do to write the songs very well and also to produce the album, um, I don't think they... Uh, They're going. To, I mean, I don't think they will release a mediocre album. At least uh, that's my wishful thinking. Yeah, indeed. And I cannot wait to to listen to the new singer. I'm not going to pronounce her name because I'm not sure I will. I will say it right. Um, I'm 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 sorry for that. Uh, but I listened to to her singing different songs, and she has a very very beautiful song, a very beautiful voice, and. Um, This is one of the highlights of the year for me. Okay. Any other comments about uh, Draconian? Yes. One of the songs has um, a guest on vocals. It's about Daniel Angede from Crippled Black Phoenix. Mm -hmm. That is going to be interesting. Yes. Well, we will wait for the release of a single. 
Uh, and let's move on to listen to the song, to a song of Draconian. Yes. For today, we chose Demon You Lilian, which is a cover of a song from uh, Lake of Tears. And we chose it because we get to listen to the new singer as well. Uh, I must say that I like so much the original. Yes, it's <laughs> Lake, of, Lake Tears of Tears are great. That is like a, a classic. Yes. Okay, let's listen to it. And we come back with more news. Sign up. Sign up. And we're back. And let's continue now with Fear Factory. Uh, Fear Factory is releasing another single. Uh, this time the track is called The Electric. And it's the second uh, song they released from the their upcoming CD called Genexus. Uh, the first song they released was The Industrialist. And it's uh, I, I personally liked it. I have always been a, a fan from uh, Fear Factory since... Uh, You know, they started with the manufacture. Also because they were involved in other bands, like uh, Dino Casares was involved in Brujeria and other bands. A lot of projects. And it sounds a lot like typical Fear Factory, but typical in the sense of their first CDs, which is the manufacture or even um, obsolete. I, I really like it. Uh the cover of the of the new upcoming album which is going to be released by the way at uh, at the end uh, it's august uh, 7th of august 7th of august yeah so it's pretty soon not long no long more to wait like one About or two weeks days. yeah 10 days it's uh, like a how can we call it android cyborg next um, uh, a, a skeleton of a robot, robot. Uh, yes. The only thing that I didn't like too much is the fact that they had this kind of, in the center of the chest, in the sternum, this kind of power source like... Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. I didn't that they like that they put that kind of thing, but pretty okay in general. Uh, I never saw Fear Factory live. I wish I could see them live. And I don't know, anybody else listen to the song or has any opinion? Uh, yes, I also listened to it uh, earlier, and um, it's interesting. I, I like how it sounded. I don't know what to say. I also like the, the cover art. Quite okay. Quite nice. Well, the track list for the CD will be 12 tracks, uh, but out of those 12, uh, the last two are uh, for Digipack uh, edition, so practically are 10, 10 tracks. And you can hear also to Soul Hacker and Protomech can be streamed already and now the electric is the the one that can be heard uh, any other comments about Free Factory? on the artwork no. honestly I expected more flesh yeah. maybe a combination uh, of well you, you know how what's the thing they call them uh, something like the uh, the guys that gave birth to this uh how it's called uh, not electro metal how they were the cyber electro metal. industrial metal or I don't know I never like to put this kind of labels to be honest to music that was so complicated but uh, it's very good industrial metal or something That's like that yeah industrial metal because of the sounds uh, um, can I come up with something um, I wonder if in one of our episodes of signups we should talk a bit about subgenres of metal, uh, their importance, um, 
details about them. Do you think it's very important to have them? What if we leave that for full discussion? <laughs> okay, let, let's leave it for the end. If we have some time, we can discuss about I, I, that at the end. In my opinion, it's good to have categories. And that's how I see things and how I, I think probably I like to put things in categories. Uh, but uh, now we could talk about uh, how many subgenres are there and if all of them are relevant or not. Okay. Maybe we should talk about which ones should let's, go away also. <laughs> let, let, let's leave it to see if at the end we have some time. And if not, we leave it for the next show. Sure. Okay. So let's go now listen to Fear Factory with The Electric. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, and we return now to continue with Blackmore's Night. That's our third uh, news of today. And Anna is going to take uh, this news. Uh, yes, uh, we have already talked about uh, the new release of album, uh, new, new album release from Blackmore's Night uh, last, uh, last week. And right now uh, we, also have, we can also uh, see and listen to uh, the new uh, song. Uh, this, uh, well, well, let me first comment on the song, because I have to comment, comment on the song. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I really like Blackmore's Nights. I'm really fond of this band, but this new song really sounds like the previous song of, of that we already heard, which is called Home Back Again. Really, it's almost the same sound for me. Kind of generic, no? Because I, I, I to have it and to I was agree like, with you in that, yeah. What is this? Of course, uh, you recognize instantly that it's Blackmore's Night, you recognize the voice of Candice, which well, also sounded a bit, um, a bit different. I don't know why. I can't well, really put you know, my you finger on it. You know what's the thing? Uh, Last week, when we talked about the first song uh, they released, we were like, okay, it's, a, it's an okay song and so on, but when you hear the second one, and it's from the same album and sounds exactly the same, then you start to mm, yes, question you, the you CD, start no? to wonder about their originality, their creativity, and, um, well, I would say you start to feel a bit disappointed. Yes, especially that the video is also a bit disappointing, I think. Yeah, uh, because it's, it's, it's kind of cheesy, I would say, even. Yes, uh, yes for the, those people who haven't uh, seen the video yet, uh, the band is presented uh, in the forest, but it's not a real forest, I think. It's just a background. Uh, green screen. Yeah. A very yeah. badly made one. A, a cheap forest. A very cheap forest, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, some uh, scenes of dancing and some castles are presented um, during the video, but really, I don't think that they have any significance. Any, they are not. Yes, they are not related to the song. I think it's just you know just to f fill in the blank in the video. I uh, think and the cheesy effects of uh, focusing in one person, and the rest becomes a little blurry around them but it, it's made so yeah. bad the blurry you start to wonder is someone on a like, trip uh, okay maybe that guy was tripping yeah <laughs> yes i mean I, I don't know if it's really so costly you know just to go to the to, maybe it's uh, op, uh, outdoor uh, sh uh, recording the video in outdoor it's maybe i don't know perhaps it's more expensive than uh, you know making that blank screen and just put <laughs> their, <laughs> their forest on. i think i think in this case a lyric video would have been the best um you know what's my my opinion um if i would have to take care of um, shooting a video for a band and they would have a small budget put them on a stage get some people to act as the public or crowd and shoot them playing live it's very yeah. easy Actually, yeah, that was not a bad idea for this video. 
probably would have looked better than yes. the cheesy one now. Exactly. So it's a bit disappointing for me, but uh, I think, well, let's give them a chance. Perhaps the whole album will be better. Hopefully. Let's hope so. <laughs> Although, to be honest, I the first thing you said is like, what the F? <laughs> sorry, sorry for my Sanskrit. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, and because we didn't really like the song... Let's move uh, to the next news because I don't think we should play now some Blackmore's Night. Let's no. go now with Nile. And for this news, Vlad is going to talk about Nile. Okay. Uh, Nile has released um, the song Call to Destruction. Uh, they are going to put out a new uh, record in August 28th. Uh, via Nuclear Blast. August is a busy month. Busy month. Oh, yeah. Busy month. Um, I think every month was busy this year, I guess. Maybe. One way or another. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think you're right. Concerts or tour dates, announcements or lots album of videos. Lots lot of videos, lot of uh, album releases. So they have, um, they have the video for Call to Destruction. It's a lyric video, but it's not your... Typical um, video. No, actually, there, it has a warning at the beginning. It does have a warning, and I find the um, that the scenes the could lyrics, be disturbing and so on. I find the lyrics a bit ironic because they yeah. are uh, they are uh, taken from. Um, I will butcher this man's name. Uh, Abd al Latif al Mahmoud. Um, it's a bit of uh, hate speech. I uh-huh. guess. A lot. Uh, a lot of hate speech. A lot of hate speech. Uh, the guy um, suggests destro- destroying um, uh, relics of the old uh, faiths to make uh, make way for, for Muslim belief. Uh, mm. That is uh, on another level of wrong. Yeah, I was reading also, no? Clerics were calling for the destruction of Egypt's pyramids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Try and do that. (laughs) I would like to see them try. Well, the problem is that they might try. And that's the issue, the fact that um, probably these kind of things would be accomplishments for them. The fact that um, this kind of religion seems to have no... No limit when it comes to destruction, to uh, fanaticism, to extreme actions in general. But the problem is that those are violent actions. It's about destruction, just like yeah. um, the name of the song says. It's a call of destruction. And I was checking the cover. And once again, it's full of symbolism. Of course, they are talking about uh, Egypt and so on. Uh, if, if you pay if attention I, to it sorry, first, sorry. you don't really... Uh, if you remember, if I uh, remember correctly, uh, the players of the band are studying um, uh, Egyptian... Yes. Yes. yes, yes. This is what they said. And this is why they are Makes so sense. upheld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you pay attention, first of all, all around the pyramid, the triangle, it's full of uh, worms and maggots. When you zoom in around... It's then, the scarab, no? In yeah. the middle. And then you have the symbol of Ra. Of course, the sun. The sun. The, um, rays. Uh-huh. And the eye of Ra is also in the circle on the top. 
And actually, in all the three uh, points, because it's like a triangle over a circle, if you try to see it a little more, because in each uh, point of the triangle is the Eye of Ra. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, you have the Scarab with... Um, oh, I forgot what was this one. The, the circle over the ellipse over the Scarab as well. But, oh... There's also Egyptian inscriptions in the background. We talk about aliens again? <laughs> maybe. Stargate, maybe. Anyone? Yes. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> the writings on the, the, on the pyramid, uh, there, are, uh, there are some writings. They are taken from the Book of uh, the Dead. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And they describe nice. what, um, what's beneath the... Uh, Mm -hmm. the the dead point the what's being what's uh, in the other uh, the afterlife yeah um, over this uh, the scarab represents um, uh, a protection symbol somehow and I think this um, this patch this uh -huh. scarab patch over the pyramid uh, suggests. Uh, the protection of these edifices and these yeah. uh, something like you should protect it. Yeah, you should protect it, and you should not take lightly um, this kind of hate speech that promotes uh, destruction of ancient relics. And the artwork is excellent. I really like it. Yeah. Yep. And, and the agree. song. The song was very good. I liked it. I mean, we very talked already about the lyrics and song, but the music itself is very good. The cadence, everything, the rhythm, all is very, very good with the with the song, and I liked it. Yes, and I think uh, this kind of um, of um, a theme works very well with uh, their music. Okay, it's a it's a great song, great video. Um, go check it out, see see what it's about, and leave us a comment. No, leave us a comment. Regard, uh, regarding your uh, opinions uh, about this kind of uh, speech, these kind, these kinds of ideas. Okay, and if, while you go watch the video, let's play also the song now. Let's stream it, and it's Nile Call to Destruction, and we come back. Sign up. Sign up. Dark Mind Radio. Remember that you can uh, subscribe to the podcast if. Uh, you are listening to the podcast or if you're listening live, doesn't matter, just go to darkmindradio.com, you will surely find there about signups you can leave us a review, you can uh, rate us there leave us your comments also there in the episode post, or on Facebook or whatever you prefer stay in touch with us, join us also in other shows that we have around and let's continue with news and we arrive to one Uh, that even before we started uh, sign-ups, uh, we were talking like, uh, how should we call the headline here? Like, uh, duet, reunion, but maybe better said possible reunion because it's not really like a full reunion. And it's, we're talking about Theater of Tragedy, and Anna, you take the lead here. 
Uh, yes, we have already uh, talked about it uh, during the live show on Friday, uh, during the Transylvanian night. Uh, and if you listened, then you already know it because I was very eager and excited to announce this news to the world. Uh, but if you, if you d didn't listen to us, uh, well, let me summarize it for you. Uh, Liv Christina has uh, announced uh, in, on her Facebook page that uh, she will uh, perform some solo shows uh, in December this year. And the uh, the special guest for the shows will be Raymond Rohoni from Theatre of Tragedy. And uh, she has uh, already uh, uh, showed, uh, disclosed the set list, uh, which include, includes some uh, songs of Theatre of Tragedy, uh, which, of course, uh, is a very good uh, news for all the fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. And... Uh, uh, the tracks uh, you can see the tracks uh, actu actual tracks that will be played uh, on uh, her uh, Facebook page, uh, and also we were speculating with whether this will be one uh, time event or perhaps if this will um, perhaps. Because of that, if this uh, this uh, concert will uh, will be successful, perhaps uh, this uh, will be a, a kind of reunion. This is why we say this is a possible reunion. And also, uh, she also said that uh, more tours, tour dates are coming. So perhaps uh, Raymond will be play, uh, playing with uh, Liv Christina for more, more uh, for more 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 uh, shows. So we, we are we are wondering right now what will happen because uh, of course we have already talked about it last time uh, last week that uh, Liv Christina will be busy because uh, she is preparing for the new uh, release of the new album uh, with Liv's eyes. So she will have tour dates, uh, she will have promotion and uh, making videos. Uh, we have already talked about one which is being made right now. Mm -hmm. So. So uh, she will be definitely. She will definitely be busy. Um, so we are not sure if it can be a full time full time theater of tra tragedy reunion. Uh, but certainly, it will be great to see uh, them playing live again uh, because they were the pioneers of this uh, Beauty and the Beast sound that we like so much. Yeah, and indeed. also. And also, I, I wonder. Perhaps these shows will be uh, will be recorded, and they will be released as live albums. Perhaps that would be great because I'm sure a lot of people will want to see it. And considering that there are only five uh, shows, four of them in Russia and one of them in Germany, not many people will have um, a way to attend them. And That's of course, right. nowadays um, you will get lots of videos on YouTube even the, the day after. Uh, but <laughs> Even it's a few hours after yes, already. It, exactly. Uh, but it's different when uh, it's professionally shot and you get to to buy the DVD. You get to, to see it um, on your TV or, well, in better quality, let's say. We were uh, speaking about it uh, during the live show on on Friday that uh, it's uh, a kind of uh, well uh, the 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 title of the news was sensational uh, uh, that's what Liv uh, Christina's announcement was and uh, I think it's it's uh, quite a surprise in fact because we have already talked about the way that uh, the ways of theater of tragedy and Liv Christina split. That was not a very nice uh, way mm -hmm. of saying goodbye. And uh, right now, uh, perhaps because well, 13 years have passed, then perhaps they have, you know, the bad, bad blood just passed away. And right well, now they can 
be together. It's exactly what like, uh, Vlad and I were discussing before starting with Synapse. He was mentioning that he found uh, an interview. I've read an interview um, from metalsymphony.com, uh, an article from back in 2009. Uh, here, Raymond doesn't speak very highly of uh, Liv, honestly. I uh -huh. sense a bit of tension and a little bit maybe hate. I don't uh -huh. know. Yeah. Traces envy, of, probably. Uh, I don't know. Envy, yeah, maybe. And uh, uh, the last question that the interviewer uh, asks Raymond uh, is about a possible reunion. And he uh, replies, no, that will never happen. <laughs> that uh, just teaches you to never say never. <laughs> that's right. Agreed. Because there we are. We, we have a few concerts with um, the two of them, with Liv and Raymond. And, um, Now, this, this doesn't really mean that full theater of tragedy is there. But no. Laura was suggesting something interesting. Raymond actually was writing also lyrics for uh, Theater of Tragedy. Now Liv Christine is writing also her own lyrics for Liv's eyes and for cooperating with others. Let's just and say that both of them have experience when it comes to when, songwriting. Wait, yeah, but not, not only that. When you talk about Theater of Tragedy, you think of both of them. Of course. Who the hell remembers the name of the guitarist or the drummer? <laughs> <laughs> Which we Seriously, don't, yeah. I, I don't know oh, them right now. Although we don't want to say that they are not important when no, it comes no, to no. They had their music. own. They had their own uh, role when the moment was. But let's be honest. Everybody knows Raymond and Liv Christine. Yeah, that's the importance of the front. So if they would like, you could them. say that they are theater of tragedy. And they could put any other drummer, guitarist, bass player, and so on. And then they would have a theater of tragedy. But yes. they, would, they would also have a lawsuit for the name. Uh, it's depends who has the, the rights. Because I think Raymond has the rights of the name. Even uh, if they if change... He has the, if he has the rights for the name, then the others cannot do anything. Of course. But even if they change the names, let's say they want to make a new project... And they want to name it something differently. Amphitheater so. of Tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever they want to call no, it. No, no, no. Now that the uh, Liv Christine is bigger, it's going to be Stadium of Tragedy. Stadium, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Or Arena. <laughs> stadium of Tragedy, because it's bigger. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, well sorry, uh, let's just say that the possibilities are endless if they really want to, to do more, to yes, collaborate. Yeah. Mm, we can only wait and wait and see what uh, they, are, they have in store. Mm -hmm. We have also uh, talked uh, on Friday night that uh, perhaps um, the, Raymond is right now more willing to play with, uh, with Liv Christina again because, in fact, when we see what happened with There, uh, with them uh, after the split of Theater of Tragedy, there are two t completely different careers because oh, yeah. theater, theater of Tragedy disappeared somehow. They split, they, they disbanded, while uh, Liv Christina is very successful with Liv's eyes. And uh, perhaps this was what made him change mind. Probably. You know, I was surprised after um, Theater of Tragedy uh, disbanded that he didn't come back with, another, with a different project. Well, I kind of expected they that. They just tried to come back with another singer. In yes. 2007, yes, I did. think it was, but didn't really work. Mm, that's right. 
And uh, before I forget, and sorry, I had to record this also today. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's too hot to now. <laughs> no and fun. I needed a drink, and I was like, uh, "Should we make a pause?" <laughs> sorry, I needed something to drink. <laughs> yes, that's another can of cider. Yeah, um, I forgot what I wanted to say about uh, a new project of. Um, of um, uh, Raymond, but well, it's very possible that although we speculate now about uh, what might happen next, uh, the chances are there are going to be these five shows, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Yes. So if you have the chance to go and see them, or if you consider, um, you should probably just take the chance and see them now because we never know if this is going to um, to happen again or not. Well, I was lucky to see Theatre Tragedy actually live. Oh, and it was really, nice. really cool concert. Liv Christine actually was the only one that uh, came out of the of the venue because that venue uh, was very interesting because the entrance for the concerts were done in the back door uh, for the public because it was a, a place where it, they played for weddings and these kind of things. Wow. Yeah, no, really. So the main entrance, they didn't allow the organizers to be used for people public, you know, crazy dudes dressed in black to enter through there <laughs> because they could have another thing going on there. So the entrance was done in the back door where the service enters. They set up there the points and some uh, barriers around for the entrance to control the access. And actually, Liv Christine went out, stayed around from the barriers and started to talk with the guys, with everybody around, sign uh, flyers and t-shirts she, she's, she's very such a, a very very nice woman yes really. we also um saw another concert with her mm-hmm. um uh, right after Liv's eyes um released their first album they we did. saw them live live in mexico and of course um that night they played with lacrimosa i think uh-huh. and few yeah. other bands and she was the only artist that came, came and, uh, and started to talk with our fans yes yes it was it was very nice of her Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that, that that's why I think that uh, this project of the sirens clicked so well. Because yeah. Anneke is the, exactly the same kind yes. of person. Oh, what, my God. What a nice woman. What a nice person, Anneke, in Bucharest. We so were friendly, able to so warm. Yeah. And yes, probably that's uh, what brought them together, their um, characters. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a great combination. I never got the, the chance to see Kari Ruslatan uh, live. But uh, she seems to be just like them, like uh, Anneke and um, and Liv. Anyway, we missed the chance of seeing them live in in Bucharest. Hopefully, they'll have more concert next year. More concerts next year. Uh, hopefully, they will release also an album. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess everybody is busy with their solo careers because Kari has uh, released or will release um, her solo album. Um, Anneke is busy also uh, Liv's Eyes will release in September their new album hopefully next summer we will get more shows from the Sirens we'll see and in the meantime anything else by the way before we go to the song anything else about Theatre of Tragedy anybody I think regarding a possible reunion uh-huh. uh, we would find the uh, these uh, things out after the shows Maybe they yeah. want to test uh, the waters. Yeah, no, that, that, you're right. Maybe it's like a test and see how 
how, how everything goes, react, yeah. if there's still some, uh, let's say, chemistry there and be able to be together on stage. Uh, Maybe I without think... trying to fight and get the <laughs> spotlight. I think if all goes well, we will get news about a possible reunion in like a month tops after the shows. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Okay, and well, we were thinking, what should we play from Theater of Tragedy? And that represents actually that era, and we are having an airplane passing by, I think. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it now, but remember that it's hot, so... <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we said, well, one of the most uh, representative and famous songs about this Beauty and the Beast style, and that actually launched Theater of Tragedy out was exactly this song. A Hamlet for a Slothful Vassal, and we come back. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, now we are back from Three Arch of Tragedy. Uh, very good song. I like it very much. Um, as I said, it was uh, what they released first. Their flag, uh, flagship song, if we want to call it somehow like that. Um, and... Before starting signups, I was also talking. Uh, actually, the actually the four of us were already right uh, about the Kerry King uh, comments. Yes, <laughs> and then immediately starts to laugh. <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> yes, because it's also surrealistic what he said. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, he makes some declarations some time ago about Ghost, which, by the way, used to be called Ghost BC. But after I don't know what uh, they released, they are not called anymore BC, just Ghost. So time has passed and now it's AC? AC. <laughs> Alternate current. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's after AD. Christ. After Christ, okay, probably. Before Christ and after Christ. Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Or uh, perhaps it's from Latin Anno Domini, the, the, mm -hmm. Lord, uh, yeah. the, the year of the Lord. Uh -huh. But in this case, if AC... If AC, then yes, after Christ. Anokomini. No, doesn't sound good. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, just trying to find a word for AC, you know. Just leave it below. Anyway. Uh, air conditioning. <laughs> air conditioning. <Ghost> air conditioning. <laughs> AC design. <laughs> air yeah, conditioning with direct heat. conditioning. It's the heat affecting yeah. us. Yeah, well, we have a lot of degrees now, 35 degrees or so. Anyway, uh, he said, Kerry King said from Slayer, that he doesn't really like the music of Ghost. And of course, started like a telenovela around of people saying that Slayer says that Ghosts are bad. You know, because you have to understand that when you are part of a band or part of any organization... Whatever you do or say is taking also in consideration that band or organization. And which is bad. No, which is normal, actually. Yeah, but normal doesn't mean necessarily good. Well, this is what happens. And that's yeah. actually, you I'm are okay, part okay. of, for example, a team, sports team, and the player does something. That affects also the team. It's exactly the same everywhere. I understand that, okay. but I can still disagree. Okay, think, so we agree to disagree. Yes. This, I think this rant is Kerry's personal opinion. Exactly, it's his personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Why? Because uh, and then he had to come back now and <laughs> say that 
Well, come on, everybody, just exaggerate and change a bit everything because... Isn't that uh, what news do? Uh, usually, yeah. Well, it depends on who, you know, who you talk to. Because some people like to distort really bad news and so on. But the thing is that he said, he has been touring with Ghost, actually, lots of times. They are very nice guys, which is very funny. I almost made me laugh when I read that because, you know, Ghost poses like a, they are very evil and, you know, satanic, blah, blah, blah. But they are very cool guys and good guys. <laughs> so it, it made me laugh when I read it. They are very nice guys and very cool and, uh, you know, they are okay. But he just doesn't dig his song, his music. That the first time he got a CD was from uh, Metal Blade, uh, somebody from Metal Blade. And then he started to listen and he said, uh, no, I don't like the first song. Oh, maybe watch just the first song that is bad. And then came the second one and, uh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> So he just doesn't like the music of Ghost. Does doesn't make a click for him with the persons he knows and the music, let's say. But he likes the way they perform, for example. All that makeup, masks, and paraphernalia around the band. Indeed, he does say he likes this uh, imagery. Yeah, the imagery, he likes it. But he doesn't like the music. He doesn't like the music, indeed. So uh, it was funny, because we were talking that Ghost actually changes the vocalist every CD so every CD they have a new uh, pop, uh, pop uh, emeritus and now they are in pop emeritus the third and everyone has been changing also from the beginning they were using masks and now this new Pope is using just makeup because it's easier to sing than using the mask with the mask I remember reading from the Pope the second oh my god sounds so weird to talk like this <laughs> His sanctity? No, no sanctity, no. His, His holiness. No. No? Devilness. <laughs> evilness. His evilness. This is so surrealistic, really. I know, I know. Because well, considering how much we laugh, I would say it's silly. Because actually you have... <laughs> let, let's put it also like this. I will t tell you what I said. Besides the fact that I don't like that, for example, the Pope is having a makeup of Panda Bear... The music is good, in general, but I don't like the voice of the none of the three singers until now. It's not something that I would listen, let's say. And it's not the fact that it's uh, black metal, because there's also other good black metal you can listen to. Uh, of course. Um, I'm not a, a fan of the band either. And talking about this, um, I recall something I read from um, Fernando Ribeiro. Uh, it's this post of, uh, of his that he made on uh, on Facebook. And um, I liked it a lot. I resonated with um, the idea, what he said. And he wrote, uh, I will quote here, I don't need to paint my face like a corpse to show you my anger. I don't need no darkness to show you mine. I don't need to wear the symbols of evil to understand the emotion and free will. I don't need to show off with studied gestures on the stage, wearing an armor because inside I am empty. I am a turmoil without the apparent chaos. I don't need that violence. A sinner who knows the price, I don't need to have my way. I don't need to be pampered when things are not going my way. I don't need to be treated as a child that didn't get his fake razor blades to play. I don't need that you keep your word. All I have is my heart. Come and get it tomorrow. I will be there. And I will leave when the little boys come out and do the trick and treat. 
for you. I don't need candy. I am a grown man, a wolf. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Perfect, really. Um, there are bands that I like, and they do uh, wear makeup. They have um, always um, a show they, you know, they want to, let's say, portray some ideas through the, the makeup and whatever they, they choose to wear. But um, I I agree with him. Sometimes all the makeup is not uh, needed if you have really good music and if you manage to transmit your ideas, your emotions, then it doesn't matter well, what you're wearing. Actually, Fernando Ribeiro is somebody that if you see him on stage and he looks pissed off, you will really see that he's pissed off. I mean, he can really express on stage, and I think that's more valuable than the makeup. Not only that, but also through through the music. I would say that the music of Munspell is very intense, can be very dark, very uh, melodic, very intense. Mm -hmm. Even melancholic or melancholic, very aggressive. Yes, and very but the emotions are so well transmitted through the music, through the... Um, uh, lyrics uh, and yes, interpretation. Through lyrics through his voice, and uh, he does this perfectly without needing any kind of... Um, added colors or makeup or somebody would say added value yes <laughs> that also um so well because if you yes. if you start to think a little about Points ghost for, for example probably uh, that is like an added value well maybe you can get the yes. action figure of the pope uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good one, but now, now, uh, with six hundred and sixty-six courses, <laughs> yes, um, or for six hundred and sixty-six dollars. But what I wonder is that how would it be like to have them on the stage playing their songs without uh, being dressed like that, without the makeup? With, well, I don't know if the effect raw, would be the same say. because they actually uh, based a lot in this uh, acting on the stage. Uh, That's the my songs, point. the atmosphere they said, like in a church. This guy is dressed up exactly like a pope, but like, let's say, a black pope, uh, you know, crosses down and so on. This imagery uh, that they use is part of the atmosphere that they create. I think without it, it would be very hard for them to create it. Yeah. Have you tried this experiment to watch them live and then listen to a song or two without watching anything? Just probably doing something else and of see course. how does it sound to you? Why do you think I don't like it? <laughs> For the same reason I don't, because the first time I listened to it, it was like, what's that music? And okay, I turned and I saw who was playing and how they were looking. And okay, that was interesting from a visual point of Panda view. Panda Bear Band. <laughs> <laughs> the, the insane clown, clown posse. <laughs> yes. Of But if you take this uh, visual part, it's a lot less. You know, I, I like Lordi. They are using masks as well and makeup and uh -huh. so on. But we all know that this is just for fun. They are, they are not pretending that they are doing it, it in the name of uh, breaking the religion rules or something like that. It's not about that. It's just about fun. And everyone uh -huh. knows that. They, for God's sake, they play Eurovision in this mask. Indeed. So. Indeed. Hey, hey, now in uh, Eurovision, everybody wants to uh, to shock, so we could see Ghost oh, well, on come on. Eurovision. Why not? Ghost was presented in the Golden Globe Awards. Damn, I didn't know that. And they appear there singing. 
Uh, who was presenting them? Uh, bon Jovi, or I don't know, somebody like that, I think. <laughs> it was a blonde dude looking very, you know. I, to be honest, I don't remember who was, but it was the Golden Globe Awards or something like that. And, and now let's see... Uh, ghost and blah blah, and they start to appear. You know the guy, the Pope with his staff. Staff. I was say walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> like if he got a back injury because he was walking very slow to the stage. <laughs> well, to to become a Pope, you have to be old? quite old. <laughs> so maybe that's why he uses makeup. <laughs> well, the last Pope. Had the mask portraying him as being old. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Actually, I bet yeah. that guy is not that old. No, not and at he, all. No. He used, uh, I don't know, makeup and. Um, in, in fact, for the second pope, they had to redo the mask, uh, of course, to fit his face and to be more flexible in the mouth yeah. because he was not able to sing compared to the first one that the mask was more rigid mm-hmm. and you couldn't see live, for example. His mouth moving because of the mask. He was making all the voice from the back. And that was also distortioning a bit the, the how it sounds live. So Obviously. now with the third Pope, I saw him. And to me, I didn't see any mask. I saw just makeup. Mm-hmm. So like that, he can actually sing, let's say, better, if you want to call it, or without restrictions. So at least they changed that. But the guitarist, which is called uh, Nameless uh, goal, ghoul, goal. What the hell did you say? <laughs> ghoul. ghoul, cool, cool. Uh-huh. It's not so cool. Anyway, the mask actually is cool. Actually, the mask is cool. I like it, but uh, now nah, you know they also appear with masks and capes and. Would you use that mask for the faceless day? Maybe, <laughs> but instead of a cape like that, I will put a cape of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> To show some color. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No Superman cosplay is complete without the uh, underwear over the shorts. Ah, yes. The underwear over the shorts. Underwear over over the pants. Yeah. Over the pants. (laughs) Or or at least some lycra, you know. Anyway. Spandex. 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 Oh, yeah. Tights. Cookie spanduki. Okay. Okay, let's uh, stop talking about Chewbacca and let's talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> yes, and um, we have another topic. It's uh, about Opeth, the fact that they are going to release in December a book. And uh, here we're talking about the official book, um, which is going to be publi- published to celebrate their 25th anniversary. And there are two editions. Um one is the classic edition and it's going to to have the um, normal printed book a cloth binding with foil detail over 300 images many rare and unseen and two unheard exclusive tracks um this um uh, edition is going to cost uh, 40 pounds uh and the other edition the signature edition uh, will include what the first one included. Um, beside that, is going to have uh, is going to be presented in a clamshell case. It's going to be uh, signed. Uh, will be limited to five hundred numbered sets, and uh, it's going to have some limited edition art prints by Travis Smith. 
So, is going to be in general the book just a limited edition book? Uh, no. Or they were, this, this is just this edition? This edition because of the limited uh, artwork and ah, the fact okay. that it's signed. Also, it comes in a special case. There are only mm -hmm. 500 uh, of them and they are going to cost 250 pounds. What? I imagine it's because of the artwork that includes. Of course, you know that uh, oh, artwork more... like this, yes, it's not very easy to come by and not very cheap. Um, for the diehard fans, this must be quite a treasure and quite mm -hmm. a. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, the memorabilia. I mean, who wouldn't want to, to have that? And um, I saw some of the artwork and it's, it's beautiful. It's very nicely done. And, um, well, I would like to have one. <laughs> Although, hint. Take a hint. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would not choose I'm, that for I'm Christmas. I'm starting to hint uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> nah, not at all. Um, but I just have to say that uh, well, it's nice. Like you said, it's a matter of personal choice. I mean, of course. Just like if you like Ghost or don't like Ghost, or you like the Book of Opet, you don't like Book of Opet. I personally would not buy it. I don't know. That's my opinion. Also, the, the you blood, what are you laughing? <laughs> you, you, just killed, you just killed the conversation with okay. that statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because I wanted to add that um, uh, this book includes the true and complete story of Opeth, revealed in all its terrible and magnificent glory. I wouldn't pay 250 pounds for that. I'm sorry. No, no. no. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Um, not even uh, 40 not pounds. Even 40. I go to the I, website and read the biography. <laughs> if you care about this uh, this kind of details, uh, probably only the um, fans yeah, would, mean, would care about this many details. Probably we'll have a lot of details, like, okay, we were in a cabin, I went out and peed in the back, and <laughs> they came and took a shower and went out to run in the snow and <laughs> jump naked in the lake and then return and have a ball. Okay, okay, look, um, what I wanted to say is that um, even if I like the music a lot sometimes i think that the personal lives of the players are not that important or don't make that much of a difference mm -hmm. when it comes to enjoying the music that's the way i see this mm -hmm. uh, and uh, no matter how much i like a song a band an album okay i'm going to to obviously want to have that album but i don't care that much about the people that played it, the people that composed it. It makes no difference to me uh, what they do in their personal lives, the way they look, who they are, um, let's say, married to. These kind of things don't affect the, the music anyhow. Okay, so let's listen now to the song. And uh, which song will be, Laura? Um, I chose uh, from the last album, Moon Above, Sun Below. Okay, let's listen to it and we come back to say goodbye. Sign up. Sign up. That's it for today's show. Um, anybody else? Anything else to say? Anything else to comment? No? Well, I think we, we had a, a good show. We it was were fun. It more was entertained fun. than uh, before. Well, you know, that's the point, I think. Have some fun. Have a good time. Talk about the news that we read. You yes. give your personal opinions, and that's it. You can also contribute if you can give us your opinions, writing down in the topic, in the website, in the post, or in Facebook, or in Twitter, or a voicemail, or in the chat even. No? Okay. 
Seems that we are in, in silence now. There's nothing else to talk about. Let's see. Okay, nobody's saying anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you very much, Anna. See you next week. Thank you very much. Uh, it was great fun to be today. Uh, and, uh, well, see you next week, hopefully. Thank you, Vlad. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been great fun. Uh, thank you for tuning in. See you next week. And thank you, Laura. It was See great to be week. here. Yeah, we had a lot of fun today. Uh, we had a lot of things to talk about. And um, I think we're going to have a, a great uh, episode next week as well. So tune in. And my name is Rafael Ruiz. It was great to have you with us. Talk to you next week. Sign up.